0: Hey everyone, this is Fully Charged, the Benjamin Franklin High School podcast. We were able to eat at a cat cafe. It was hilarious. It was called Shake's Paw Cafe. On this week's episode, get ready to hear about students and teachers and all of their tales from their time overseas. Hi, I'm Coach Ellis.
1: And I'm Mrs. Nelson. You're listening to Fully Charged and we're your hosts today. We're gonna be talking today about the educational tour that we just did um, with the school to England and Ireland. So if you never heard of the trip, um, it is something that we've been doing every year for a few years and students and parents, families can sign up and we all go together to somewhere cool in the world and um, it is educationally accredited, accredited. So we've been trying to go on this trip for three years. We literally got shut out
0: about 20 days out of going to Europe because of... The breaking news, stay at home. That is the order tonight from four state governors as the coronavirus pandemic spreads. New York, California, Illinois... And And so we've been trying to get back there every year to Europe. We finally got to chaperone the trip and it was amazing. Tell tell them where we went.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so it was um, almost three years in the works. We finally got to travel this summer and it was to Ireland and England. So, it was my first time in Europe. And I'd been a couple times, but it was a little intimidating to be traveling with 35 people and be responsible for that many people. But we had a pretty amazing trip.
0: We, uh, (laughs) it started off a little rough, but it still made it fun. We had a very quick Uh, plane change in Canada and we had to run. Basically we were on the plane and it was being held up because of customs because it is a different country (laughs) and um, as we were waiting we started to see the clock ticking and we knew we had to run to get on our flight to Dublin and so we told the flight attendant and she radioed ahead and said to hold the plane so they literally held back a plane for uh, the Benjamin Franklin trip, and we ran like the Dickens, all, mm-hmm. as fast as we could, all the way down. Um, and then I, there was one kid that went the wrong way.
1: Yeah, so somebody had to chase after the <laughs> other the kid. I won't name him. And then we had to. We were the last people on the flight, but it was it was lucky because it would have been a disaster. But we made it yeah. to Dublin. A little bit jet lagged. I think it was a lot of the kids' first experience with jet lag and being you know eight was it eight hours ahead Mm -hmm. Um, so they had to learn to adjust to that pretty quickly because it is a trip where it's go 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 Uh, you're doing activities and going places constantly as soon as you get there because you see so many things in such a short time
0: yeah I, I think it kind of went it was so cool Yet, there wasn't a whole lot of time to rest or breathe or look at things for a long period of time. One of my favorite things about Ireland are the people's accents. So I immediately just was listening, ears open. And the funniest thing is, it was like our um, our trip's main goal was to find Dr. Pepper everywhere we went, which was kind of hard to do.
1: <laughs> and ice. That's the downside. That Let's was, talk about the good yeah, <laughs> Very Ireland,
0: uh, when we got there and we had not slept because we traveled all night, we went straight to a castle like we we did that first thing and that was just remarkable to me uh what was the first castle called do you remember was
1: it the Bunratty castle yes Bunratty yeah. castle
0: mm-hmm. so you should look it up it was so cool
1: one time our first night in ireland our meal had three different types of potatoes it had sweet potatoes mashed potatoes and a full like basic potato but we could never get sick of potatoes though The potato chips, the potato fries, the mashed potatoes. That was Taylor and Maddie, two of our awesome students that were with us, and we all bonded over those potatoes. On the trip, when we asked them what the highlight or their favorite was, it's definitely Dublin. I think almost everyone said Ireland. Yeah. Even though we loved England, loved everything we saw in England, there was something really special about Ireland and really like magical. We started out in the rural parts of Ireland before we got to the city, so it was just green and sheep and just like what you would think in the movies.
0: There was literally more sheep than people.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: They they were dotting the hillsides. One of the places was a sheep farm and we watched a, a working sheep dog gather the sheep. It was amazing. He takes on like a characteristics of a wolf to scare the sheep into doing what he wants. Mm -hmm. It was kind of (laughs) sad, but at the same time, amazing. And then we watched him shear the sheep anyway. But there was a moment on the Ring of Kerry when we paused to look at this breathtaking view that tears just sprung to my eyes because I just had never seen anything with my eyes so beautiful. It was amazing.
1: Yeah, and I also felt like Ireland, just the history was very present. Um, Our tour guides were constantly referring to the famine. And also to, you know, there was a big Irish potato famine in 1850s, which is what resulted in a large amount of immigration from Ireland to the United States. So there's very much an American-Ireland connection there. Um, and then there was just, they, there was a lot of um, beliefs about magic and fairies. Mm-hmm. And so there, you know, we'd go to castles and there's there's druid stones. And there, there just seemed to be like a deep magical element to yeah. their culture. and You would kiss this stone and it was said to make you talk super smoothly and the reason it's called the Bolarney Stone is because Queen Elizabeth thought that she wanted the stone and they wouldn't give her the stone so she called it a load of Bolarney. It was really cool and then at one point our tour guide invited us to have a contest of who could write the best poem oh, about yeah. Ireland and so some of us wrote poems and um the who was, winner. Oh, who was the winner?
0: The winner. You might know her as Nurse Osborne, or more affectionately, Nurse Nikki. And she wrote the most beautiful poem. I can't remember what she called it. I think it was called My Ireland. Yeah,
1: I think it was. And we
0: talked about how, even though we... So, in case you don't know, Miss, Mrs. Nelson and I are sisters. Yes. <laughs> um, Fun and fact. Even though we don't necessarily have a lot of Irish history, our ancestors came more from Scotland. But we felt the feeling of kind of our roots and um that's kind of what what nurse nikki's poem was about just feeling like it was home even though we'd never been there and then as we on um, part of the ring of carry we got to put our feet in the atlantic ocean and stare across and we realized Mrs. Nelson pointed out to me that that was the last piece of land possibly our immigrant ancestors had seen before they set sail to America and that was like a really surreal feeling.
1: It was definitely an awesome experience. I also think that some other highlights were the castles. Like we said we saw castles in Ireland, we saw a castle in Wales. Because we took a ferry across from Ireland to Wales, and then we also saw a castle in England. So we kind of got we got to visit three countries in only eight days, mm-hmm. and um, <coughs> we also got to go to Shakespeare's village, which I thought was so idyllic and adorable. Do you want to mention the cat cafe? Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm all about it. But
1: right before we get to the cat
0: cafe, I have to say that on the ferry we ran into someone famous. Yes, <laughs> we did. We did. But I didn't totally know what they looked like because it was a big group of men. And so it was funny that this little woman from England recognized these American singers. Or they're actually rappers. And it was the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> yeah. And so that was a fun fun fact. But that was on the ferry. When we got to Wales um, and then we spent the day at a castle and then went over to Shakespeare's hometown, we were able to eat at a cat cafe. I had never heard of one. Apparently there is one in Tempe, Arizona. So we're gonna have to try this out. But it was hilarious. It was called Shake's Paw Cafe. And when you walk in, there were cats all over the table on the floor, sleeping in like cat little cozy chairs. And they were big fluffy ones and little ones. They were everywhere. And they'd come like just kind of sit by you. One of them was smack dab. On our table, I was Mm -hmm. just a little bit grossed out (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) What did you think about it? It was so fun. And they serve,
1: uh, it's just an adorable little cafe, and they serve tea and scones and little traditional English tea time treats. And so we had our little cat tea, and you can go around (laughs) and pet the cats, and you have to make an appointment. So if you're ever in England and you want to do that. So Stratford upon Avon is the birthplace of Shakespeare. It's where he lived, where he grew up, um, and where he is buried. So having the opportunity as um, an English teacher in a classical school to visit the places of Shakespeare, to see his home, his writing. Some of the kids had fun dressing up in his museum, dressing up in Shakespearean clothing. A lot of history, a lot of English history there in particular.
0: Um, I think uh, getting into London was cool. I mean, London is such an iconic city, and I think the first thing I noticed was immediate diversity. Like, Mm -hmm. literally, every culture represented, and it was a little different than that in Ireland. Ireland is, like, a much smaller population, Mm -hmm. um, but London just was, it was busting at the seams, and it was just fun. You could just feel the Mm -hmm. spirit of that city.
1: What do you think were some of the, lessons that the kids learned or how they changed over the course of the trip?
0: I saw their confidence grow and as I watched that, I just, I was so proud of them. They did some things that I don't think they would have ever thought they would do. At one point, we um, were going to a play and not everyone was going to go, we were going to go see a musical in London. And these kids had ridden the tube, is what it's called, Mind the Gap. Mm-hmm. And they um, had to get back to the hotel. And our tour guide was like, they can do it. And they instilled confidence in them. They taught them how to kind of manage that city. And those kids stayed in contact with us the whole time. And they made it all the way back to the hotel. And it was just cool to watch them grow in confidence and in talking to people and learning things. I loved that.
1: Yeah, I felt like by the end, even the kids that were a little more timid were confident enough to be able to walk through the airport, know where to go, you know, be Mm -hmm. able to manage their luggage and their passport and be at a certain place at a certain time. Oh,
0: the punctuality.
1: You really had to learn punctuality because if we didn't, if we weren't where we were supposed to be, the bus had to leave without us because we paid a lot of money and we couldn't hold up a whole bus of people. We were traveling with another group from Virginia. So we had to be really aware of time. And sometimes we had free time and we had to say, you know, you can do what you want, but you have to meet back here at you know, a certain time. So they really had to learn how to do that and how to navigate a different city.
0: Yeah, I think their eyes were open because mine were for sure just on how we connect to different cultures and then how we differ. And I loved like one at one point in Ireland, I asked the Dublin tour guide, I said, what do you think of it? What do Irish people think of Americans? And he said, "Well, to be to be honest, I wish I could do the Irish accent, I can't." But he said, "To be honest, uh, we think we're a little better than you." And he he kind of was joking, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but he says, "I can spot an American a mile away." I'm like, "How?" And he said, "Good skin and nice teeth, right? yeah, like big smiles, bright smiles, yeah, yeah and great skin." I'm like, "Really? I, I don't know if that's true, but that was nice of him that's to say." A nice compliment. <laughs> But I think learning, like, my favorite part was definitely getting to know the locals. I even had a moment on one of the little train rides, or I think it was a little bus ride between the ferry, where we talked to um, a local and uh, in Ireland, and she told us about the dairy and why it's so much more pure, and she was just so proud of her country. And then we loved the couple from Stratford-upon-Avon. But I saw the kids doing that, too. I saw them talking to people. That were from there making friends we won't talk about um the british cheerleading teams yeah, that, that were at our, our hotel, hotel. <laughs> i think the boys had fun getting to know them a little bit but don't worry we we had them in their rooms nice and early
1: <laughs> yeah it was fun but um yeah the whole trip was was magical it worked out really well it was a lot of years in the planning and it was not a disappointment. So um, if you are interested, if any of the listeners are interested in joining any of our future trips, because we continue to keep doing them as, as long as there's interest, and we're definitely willing to keep being chaperones or group leaders. So the next trip, which is happening this coming summer in summer 2024, is going to be to Greece and Italy. Yeah, amazing. So, cool. so we're gonna be ha- we'll be having some interest meetings. If you're interested, you can reach out to me, Mrs. Nelson, um, from the school website. But
0: one of the big benefits um, to going, just in case you're considering it, I know that it can be expensive, but I have to say that all of my problems seemed smaller when I was there. There's just such a worldview, and when you kind of feel small in this great big world, it kind of helps you to kind of zoom out and realize that we're part of like this big huge picture that you just get to know that we're not alone here and that there's so many people across the globe and we're all connected and by our humanity and I, I just loved that besides all the history so definitely consider Greece and Rome because seriously how much of our culture is influenced by Greece yeah. and Rome you know it's
1: the ancient you know it's the seat of western civilization and we teach that so much in our school with the Roman virtues that we emphasize and we teach a lot of Western Civ. I teach classical literature, so I'm really excited to go since I teach those Greek texts. So yeah, come with us next time.
0: We can't wait to have you and hopefully we'll both be back on that trip. Yes. (laughs) We'll be um, in the Colosseum and on gondolas. That's what I picture. I don't know what's on the itinerary yet, but all right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you in Greece. Yes. Um,
1: Thank you for listening to Fully Charged. You can find more of these podcasts on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Fully Charged is produced by Angelo Fernando. Additional support for this podcast comes from the Boosters and Stugo at Benjamin Franklin High School.
0: If you want to check out some awesome pictures, we have them on the BFHS Chargers Instagram, but you'd have to scroll back a ways or you can look forward to seeing them in the yearbook.
1: My name is Kenzie and I was also on the trip. One thing I actually thought was really funny is they drive on the opposite side of the road. It was really weird.
0: Hey guys, my name's Lincoln. I also went on the Ireland trip. I hate to say it, but I was the one that almost missed the plane. Well, Ireland was really special, but my favorite part actually was when we went on a ferry from Ireland to Wales and we landed in a town called Conway. And there they had the most amazing castle, it was so big and they still had people living in the town inside of the castle walls and it overlooked the city across the river. I thought that was so cool. i definitely say that Ireland was culturally more different and more diverse than, um, than we're used to in America.